0: Major WWE COVID-19 challenges affecting live events in New York City and Tampa and maybe even affecting tonight's Monday Night Raw. We'll have the latest on this story. How does this also affect Roman Reigns? What is his future? Who could be his potential WrestleMania opponent? He's the biggest wrestling star in the business. Who's big enough to take him on at the biggest show of the year? Plus, Shawn Michaels. How is he handling everything at the top of the heap? For WWE NXT, we'll get into all that and the latest on this developing COVID nineteen situation with WWE. Watch out! 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 out, out, out. What's going on, Uh, Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska? If he asks you, how you doing? I am Kev Kellum. Uh, What do you think of this situation here? It is getting. Crazier and crazier mm-hmm. by the hour yeah. uh, as we see this situation. If you're joining us live for the first time, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and jo- join them in the comments. You know, all the, the jitter jet We're going to get pretty serious here, okay? Because this is a serious topic here today. So, uh, a lot of different things I reported on last night when I went live here with you uh, are, are kind of developing even further. Uh, and this is a COVID 19 situation with WWE. And, and here's the thing uh, before we blast them and say, I want to pile on. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. To, I'm here to pile on and say they're an awful company. No, this is not the case here. There are some things that are odd, right? Uh, but let's talk about it here. WWE has been hit with a reported COVID-19 situation that has affected them uh, not just in talent, uh, but in your production staff, in your crew, in WWE NXT. Omicron is now the leading variant in the United States, so this isn't a shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to surprise anyone, no matter where you are in the United States, you know, someone who has COVID-19 and may have never had it before or had it before and has it again. This isn't uncommon. You're going to see it on your timeline. I'm not doing anything to scare you. So this is going to affect WWE when they're on the road, on planes, in rental cars, in hotels and in front of crowds. So. That's there. We're not going to get into the COVID stuff and your conspiracy. Go go elsewhere. You can go down your little rabbit holes and scratch each other's back with lies as much as you want. This isn't that show. We're talking about wrestling here. So WWE affected by this. Yet Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, Big E, and Bianca Belair pulled from live events on the WWE holiday tour, uh, which in New York City was affected by Omicron. It was right as they were reporting huge numbers. Um, ticket sales didn't move too well and they didn't move too well the week going into Christmas. And maybe Omicron was a part of that.
1: <laughs> you that know could. what I mean?
0: It was worth <clears throat> noting. Maybe Omicron was a part of that here. Uh, it's different to go to a football game, open air stadium. All right. I'll buy some tickets for that. Right. You know, we kind of know how to do this. Do I want to go masked indoors in an arena right now? Is this going to affect wrestling in general in the next few weeks? Some Mm. areas of the country, it won't. In New York, they seem pretty aware of what COVID is, and they've dealt with a bad form of it before. So different story there. Uh, Now, Seth Rollins tweeting out, he was scheduled for the main event on that show. Edge replaced him, taking on Kevin Owens in a cage match, which I understand was a great match. Um, Seth Rollins, uh, scheduled for that, tweeted out, I'm having a merry COVID Christmas. I love football. Now, that's no confirmation from him that he's dealing with COVID, but obviously if his household is exposed, there's some protocol. We don't know WWE's COVID protocols here either. Then you also have Biggie and Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, obviously Becky Lynch, same household as Seth Rollins pulled off these shows. Mm-hmm. Then we have word from Dave Meltzer saying that not all the talent that was pulled off of these shows tested positive. We don't know who's tested positive. So we don't know who has been tested positive. They've been pulled off these shows, maybe as a safety precaution, to give them enough time to clear this thing so that they can perform this Saturday at the WWE day one pay-per-view. There are so many moving pieces. I've been talking for four minutes. Jeremy, what's the latest right now? Yeah. And uh, like basically
1: now, um... <clears throat> The CDC also came out and talked about cutting isolation time for those that test positive. Uh, And the NBA is cutting their times down as well if they've been vaccinated. So as long as these guys have been vaccinated and test negative later in the week, I'm assuming they'll probably be good for day one. It's going to be very interesting to see how RAW plays out tonight. Um, You had uh, Bianca Belair, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Zelina Vega, Seth Rollins, and Becky Lynch all polled. Um, also Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura and Xavier Woods were pulled at a Tampa show. So there are a lot of things that happened this weekend. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens coming into raw, um, right now, uh, the latest, uh, in regards to tonight, uh, is that according to PW insider, the show must go on. Several wrestlers and staff have tested mm-hmm. positive and or have been in contact with someone that has tested positive. Uh, the report, uh, PW Insider Mike Johnson reports that there are rewrites to tonight's show. Uh, usually there are about a dozen producers on Raw tonight. There's gonna be about half that number. Uh, mm. so it looks like a lot of producers have been it's a lot offers. of a lot of extra work for some people there. Um which could be a good thing sometimes there may be too many cooks in the kitchen so it it may be a good thing uh we don't know any other specifics as of now uh what is going to go down on raw we're basically going to learn it probably as it plays out once raw starts here in about an out little under an hour and a half Mm -hmm. um now fightful selected report that uh wwe has informed the talent that um, <clears throat> that COVID testing is no longer going to be required. So, in the wake of all this, this storyline interestingly comes out saying that uh, several uh, uh, that you know, after several top stars have been sidelined, uh, WWE is taking measures the opposite way uh, with an NXT as well. Performance Center talent were informed that they are no longer requiring the twice weekly COVID testing that used to be mandatory. And also the main roster got an email today saying that weekly testing is not going to be required any longer. Um, no word. That doesn't they're, mean
0: they're not going to test.
1: Yeah. I guess it's just not mandatory. I don't know. Yeah. It's in kind of weird timing considering all the people that uh, had to get pulled this weekend from probably the biggest house show that they, they pulled on a, a, in the year. in Madison. I wonder, I wonder if
0: that was something they planned before all this you know? know, and then they just did yeah, maybe, you know, that was like an auto scheduled email to go out on a certain day. All right, let's auto schedule this. This is and the way then, this and thing's and going. It to... was like two weeks ago when everyone thought Christmas was going to be Christmas again, you know, <laughs> and then they forgot to pull the email. I don't know. It's interesting um it, to It's uh, I hope that's not the case. I hope they're still testing in some form or another, you know? Yeah, Um. it's worth. It's worth noting. You know, sometimes we only hear about the stuff that's going to be more salacious and more more out there and we can grab more people's eyes. But yeah. that's not good. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't make me feel positive it was it felt like a really positive story when WWE took on testing it was a very positive thing when aew did it when you know ring of honor (laughs) went through the stringent things they did just to tape content in front of no fans yeah let alone in front of fans and put this put these people on the road and get them in planes and rental cars and hotels and all that
1: different stuff. well i'll be uh you know and i'm gonna keep an eye on things here as we are on the air to see if anything breaks in regards to monday Mm -hmm. night raw tonight uh but as of now you know uh, nothing has been formally announced outside of the fact that there's a lot of rewrites and half the producers that they normally have. We don't know who's going to be on the show yet. Um, I, I'm sure WWE is probably keeping that close to the vest uh, ahead of the mm-hmm. ahead of day one. Uh, they probably want to make sure. Uh, Everybody is uh, good to do a
0: slight update coming in right now. PWI insider. They seem to have the real insight on this. Yeah, Uh, they're confirming that the Coca-Cola Coliseum in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which was scheduled to host a big uh, special live event this week with Tris Stratus as a special guest host on Wednesday that that event is not happening. Uh, That is not going to happen on this Wednesday. That'll be postponed to March 27th, 2022. That'll be the week. Uh, The week before, the weekend before WrestleMania, actually, there. Uh, So, eh, you know, hopefully things are better by then. Uh, This was kind of lining up. This was just a matter of when, because they had cancels from shows in Quebec as well. North of the border, and that's a little bit harder, as there was different uh, COVID regulations there. The NHL has canceled, uh, or at least postponed, all cross-border games between American uh, hockey teams and Canadian hockey teams. And you have Canadian players and American players. So it's a very challenging situation right there uh and you know this gets more and more challenging for wwe as this goes on and you see it happen with nba nhl nfl um but you know the nfl cut plan. you know they're still putting this in front of fans uh i think is gonna keep doing the same thing i think all the wrestling is gonna try and keep doing the same thing vaccines are there uh can you deal with it and be okay is this uh is this strain as bad as it can be for uh for some people who knows i think a lot of people are going to go out there and take the risk. I'm not saying that's something I'm endorsing uh, or it's safe, but you know, you're seeing concerts left and right getting canceled. iHeartRadio, major media company in the United States, they have their Jingle Bash tour. There's their big pop music tour they do throughout all of their radio stations and all the different markets they have, and they canceled the last two dates of that tour, which included Miami, Florida. Uh, so this just to put it into perspective, this isn't just an isolated wrestling thing, you mm-hmm. know. You guys are smart. You live outside of the bubble. You know what's going on here. Uh, Nick Batson's saying, money, money, money. Everybody's got a price. Uh, that's true, um, you know, but this this is a question we, we've been getting uh, this past week here with Omicron and, and all these different things saying uh, here. Do you think, Michael asking, do you think they will go back to the WWE Thunderdome again? There's been no inclination from WWE that that is the case. Uh, some events have been canceled. Some events have been postponed, um, but I, don't, I just don't see that happening right now. Things could change, you know, Um, but I just don't see that happening. You have a dome show set up for St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Um, You maybe they go into the performance center for a few weeks just to kind of keep everyone like in an isolated space. Yeah, it depends on how if this gets there's, worse. I mean, there's hypothetical things. There's, hypo, you know, there's hypothetical things we can do here. You know? Yeah,
1: because I mean, if it's hitting the NFL kind of hard too, you know, a lot of people are are out, and uh, NBA is getting hit as well. Uh, so it'll be interesting if they do kind of shut things down for a small amount of time. But I don't think the Thunderdome is going to be coming back. I mean, it'd have to get really bad for the Thunderdome to get back. And mm-hmm. I think with the fact that we've got. We've got three rounds of vaccinations now, uh, you know, and I don't know what what percent of Americans are vaccinated right now, but, um, you know, the the, good majority of them are vaccinated most likely. And so I don't think we're going to go to the Thunderdome uh, answer to this, but uh, you don't know It, it, it. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out over the next month or so.
0: Mm hmm. It'll certainly be interesting indeed here. Uh, And I I wonder um, how this affects things in January. You know, there is hope that this isn't an issue in March or April, you know, Uh, and that more people can get vaccinated and won't be as problem or the vaccines they have now become more effective by then as well. Mm -hmm. See what fans are saying here uh, as they kind of chime in here. uh, A lot of people saying a lot of flights canceled. Yes, a lot of flights canceled. I wonder if that affects this as well. You had a ton of flights, 150 flights just for one airline uh, were canceled this weekend. Um, And also, how does all those things affect WWE? How do they get people traveling out to these shows? Were were people affected by that? Did you have talent that were affected by those flights cancellations? We don't know. There's a lot we don't know about this situation here, too. So there's a lot that's left up in the air because WWE, as much as they are a publicly traded company, they don't have to be public about people's health. They Mm -hmm. don't have to like they don't (laughs) have to tell you those things. They're not obligated to do that.
1: Yeah, Um, some of that could have been just travel related.
0: Yeah, it would be it'd be interesting. And then it would, I wouldn't would you blame WWE if they said, Hey, Roman Reigns, you're off this one. We're not gonna and they're gonna gonna try and get you to the next big show that we can. Let's take a calculated risk. Uh, instead of a live event show in front of uh, you know, a few thousand fans. We're going to do a packed Atlanta Stadium or arena and do it on pay-per-view and do it on Peacock.
1: Yeah, because you got day one coming up uh, on Saturday. so
0: mm-hmm. uh, Certainly, well, I, someone had a question here I wanted to say here. Um, uh, someone asked, you, are we doing uh, day one predictions? Yes, uh, Wednesday, we're going to have our day one preview show with SP3 and the great Kenny Bolin. Kenny Bolin, manager of the Wrestling Stars, will join us. And we will be live Saturday night after that show as well. Let's move on to uh, story number two. This one is actually from sportskeeda.com. What is the latest? Bill Apter, uh, the man who knows the, the wrestling world, had a very provocative take here on what is coming up here with wrestling season and the WrestleMania season and the biggest name in wrestling right now, Roman Reigns. Yeah, legendary journalist Bill After uh, joined Smack Talk on Friday after
1: Smackdown and Rampage had aired. Oh, actually Rampage didn't air on Friday, so they uh, they actually went early I believe this week. Uh, and talked about possibilities for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Of course, now you got um you've got uh, Brock Lesnar at day 1 uh and a lot of people think that roman is going to come out on top at that a lot of people predicting Heyman is going to screw lesnar somehow to get back into the good graces of roman reigns <clears throat> and so then that leaves uh what does that leave roman reigns for when it comes to wrestlemania and uh, after believes that uh, a proper feud would be with uh seth rollins the history that they've had with the shield They've never really pulled that trigger like they teased when they were both on SmackDown as heels. They never really pulled that trigger of having them in a feud over the past uh, when they were on SmackDown a year ago. So it is possible. They've done it before. They've done
0: these two one on one on
1: paper. They did after the Shield broke up, yes. But uh, in this, uh, you know, uh, obviously lots has changed between these two guys since the Shield, and they both established each other as, as top guys in a different sense than, than when they were with the Shield. Uh, obviously, Roman Reigns was the, the powerhouse of the Shield and continued to be, so he's a completely different person now. Seth Rollins was that corporate turncoat, and he's a completely different person now. So it is it is actually almost kind of a new type of feud, uh, and uh, I think it is an interesting one. If Seth Rollins were to win the Royal Rumble and challenge Roman Reigns, I think it would be good television Leading up to WrestleMania, in my opinion, because Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns have both been at the top of their games inside and out of the ring over the past year, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. bill after will be joining us on tomorrow's edition of sports Kita, which is really really great if you haven't been checking out bill after <coughs> doing some great content for us on SportsKita.com and appearing on various different podcasts for us as well i did one last week with uh with our post macdown show with dutch mantel what a what a great meeting in the minds there also him meeting up with vince russo uh bill after seen it all he is uh, one of the, one of the best journalists to follow wrestling so so great to be able to work with him and and do different stuff with him as well. Uh, let's close it out here with story number three. This one about the future of WWE NXT and specifically the person who is at the helm of it, WWE Hall of Famer, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels.
1: Shawn Michaels uh, recently spoke with our good friend, Denise Salcedo on Instant Culture and talked about transitioning over to NXT 2.0. And uh, basically, uh, you know, talks about how uh, how Sean Sean talks about how he's dealt with the uh, the challenges and everything in regards to the shift and he says the biggest challenge was dealing with the fan reaction <clears throat> he said uh you know it's dealing with the reaction of that change to be perfectly honest it's like ripping a band-aid off it was very sudden to your fan base and that's very tough it's like anything change isn't easy when it's your normal and you're comfortable with it and then there's an abrupt change that's difficult for me that was the hardest part to at least let your fan base know we're gonna do everything we can to make this your nxt again it's just that we're gonna have to do it all over and do it differently mm-hmm um he says i think a lot of the blowback is because people feel, are angry uh sometimes and you know there's not much they can do about it it's a it's an emotional type of business um and we have to and we have that sincerity from our fan base uh, there is a closeness there uh, when you get comfortable about uh, the way things are and then going to change that you're not prepared for and uh, i think uh, i think they took it out they didn't mean to but they took it out on the brand and of course they took it out on the young and new talent and um so you know basically uh uh just saying that it's a change and i think you've said it a lot yourself that it's you know it's the beginning it's a marathon not a sprint yep as to uh what they're establishing and uh what's going to work and what's not it's not going to be the NXT that we loved, you know, a few years ago. And, but and it also, can...
0: it was it was something else when NXT moved from Wednesdays, and it wasn't the brand that was going to go head to head with AEW, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that, and and once you kind of take that weight off its shoulder, it gets to be what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the show that makes big stars. It's supposed to be televised <clears> developmental <throat> wrestling, and everyone says that that's such a bad bad thing to be, and it isn't. There's just such this built in opposition to uh, i'll watch i'll follow what's going on raw i won't watch it but i'll, I'll read the results right because you you mm-hmm. apparently don't care enough that you won't follow it right but you no know, you follow it so you, st- you, so you can still judge it online right
1: and sean said himself uh you know we're 10 to 12 weeks in now and you're starting to see the a lot of people get embraced tony yeah. d'angelo for example braun breaker grayson waller grayson waller's doing a tremendous job as a heel uh you Braun know breaker
0: it, this guy's wrestled less than 100 <clears throat> matches and he could be the next nxt champion and believably could be the <throat> next nxt champion yeah like, I this is something that's being like forced <clears throat> on you 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 might buy into this idea a lot of people thought uh, a lot of people thought he was going to take it
1: from champ the first time and was not going to be surprised if he did um now i wonder i wonder is he going to get called up is he going to uh gonna be on the in the Royal Rumble. If he loses to Champa, he is I think his NXT days are very,
0: very numbered if he if he loses to Champa
1: at uh, New Year's Evil.
0: I don't know if he can take two losses in a row and stay around on NXT and you know no that's, just gonna, that, that's gonna
1: tell you that I think the wheels are in motion that you're gonna see him at the Royal
0: Rumble and in the in, either Raw or SmackDown in the very near future. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it is here. Stephen Chamber is always with us saying NXT is in rebuilding mode. Okay, I can see that. Uh, Give it some time. I'm sure the show will get back to be- better. Knock on wood. Here's the thing. I'll say this. I think it already has. You know, I, th- I and mean, I'm not saying I'm rushing to that conclusion. You know, they could do some stuff that like stinks the bad. Um, and maybe I'm just the jerk who only focuses on the things he likes. Right? Like I spend more time just saying oh, I like this. And I forgot the stuff I don't. You know. Um, I think the show is compelling. Uh, i i i feel fun watching it on wednesdays when i get to get home from comedy stuff or get home from other things and and watch it i do there has been times when i feel i had to watch that johnny gargano sign off that had to be a show i needed to watch live right yeah so is it a show you need to watch live that's a different story you know but it is a show that's a part of my weekly regimen of wrestling yeah it's not a show i want to skip i'll tell you what
1: though like um like my podcast co-host matt black on uh for Lost of the midcard he hated Joe Gacy at the beginning just didn't like the gimmick at all i'm like dude this is a good gimmick uh just give it time i think it's gonna it's gonna i see something in this cuz i i saw it right away i mean i i i saw like a uh, uh a Bray Wyatt Waylon Mercy type of controlling character out of this i i did think he used a little a kind of went on the buzzwords a little too heavy and actually mm-hmm. i think they've kind of toned that down a little bit cuz i think they were really pushing those too much um but now uh, people are really starting to see Joe Gacy after kind of initially shunning it I think they're really embracing him everybody loved Tony at the beginning so Tony D'Angelo Tony's mate he's a, he's a mate guy uh everybody loved him uh and Braun Braun Breaker obviously uh has not really had a bad performance in a promo or inside the ring ever since he's debuted in NXT. He has consistently knocked it out of the park. You know, a guy like Grayson Waller, I I, I didn't care about him as a babyface. Say I thought, it right. Grayson Waller. Uh, but the, the phenomenal Grayson Waller, by the way. Uh, I I I just didn't give two shits about this guy. But then he turned heel, and he's been on fire. And I think I said it on Top Story last week, if brombreaker does not take that title from champa which means he's probably getting elevated to the main roster don't be surprised if grayson waller is going to be the guy that takes that off
0: of champa down the line uh, we have another big update here, even as we're live, about the situation with WWE and COVID-19. Uh, once again, uh, another another tip of the cap to old Mike Johnson over at uh, PWI Insider here, uh, saying that some big names are not present for WWE in Detroit at the Little Caesars Arena. Uh, they include Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, Michael Hayes, and Adam Pearce. John, Lauren, Ison, and Kosky currently running tonight's tapings. People uh, it's worth, power. Uh, it's worth noting on uh, more than half of the 12 on staff producers not present, possibly testing positive or under safety protocols for COVID-19, possibly exposed, waiting to see if they can you know wait out possible uh, just a window to see if they do test positive. Um, so a lot of big names there. Uh, a lot of older folks outside of Adam Pierce. You know, a lot of older folks there. Uh, so, you, you probably have people vaccinating. We, we've we never heard of a vaccine mandate from WWE. Uh, and then we hear these different changes with pulling back on testing and stuff like that. So, it's a very fluid situation, to say the least. We'll continue to follow all of it and aggregate the news from all the reliable sources for you at sportskita.com. If you haven't done so already, go and subscribe to Sports Kita on YouTube with those notifications on. Uh, it, please do that. We are uh, over two. 24,000 subscribers. Thank you. 24,000 subs. Oh, we're so thankful for that. Thank you guys so much. We have content for you every single day of the week, almost. Five days a week, top story with us here in the uh, late afternoon time frame, Monday nights after Monday at Raw. Vince Russo, he has a fresh review up for you as well. The Bro Show now being added with DDP and Russo. And then on top of that, Bill Aptor, jump around the channel, exclusive interviews and so much more. Dutch Mattel with you Friday nights after Smackdown and Rampage will be live after day one. Uh, so if you aren't doing it already, there's a lot of stuff that for you, Facebook fans that we do over on YouTube that we don't do on Facebook. All right. Uh, the top fives, you can get those on our new channel called Wrestle Binge as well, if you want to do that. Thank you guys for checking all that stuff out. Uh, Jeremy, where can they follow you on the Twitter machine? Uh, you can follow me at JB Huskers. I usually
1: will live tweet. Uh, I might be live tweeting raw. I am not sure yet. I might get my butt in the gym. I don't know yet. So I haven't decided oh, wow. what I'm going to do after the show here. So finally getting my butt in the gym, 40 years overdue. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, follow me on the Twitter. Don't lose GB that Huskers. beard.
0: You can lose everything uh, else, but don't lose that beard.
1: I, I might. chop. I don't it believe off.
0: you have a neck. I just believe you have a yeah. beard that envelops all around. <clears throat> that neck.
1: is correct. Uh, I will never lose the beard. The length might get shortened drastically. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but the beard as a whole will never go away. Uh, yes, that, that is a fact. Uh, that, that is, uh, that is definitely a fact of life. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah lost in the mid card is my podcast with matt black who's also a a fellow sports keto writer we are coming up on our seven year anniversary of the show we've done over 300 episodes we've been off for a couple of months but uh, we are going to be back at you next week next thursday uh, we are going to record uh on the fifth um and um we'll talk about new year's evil we'll talk about the big dynamite that's uh Ahead headed the, our way there. We'll talk about day one as well. And uh, that'll be out to you a week from Thursday. So the first Thursday of the year, uh, we will be back with Lost in the Midcard. Search uh, uh, any of uh, your podcasting apps. Make sure you select the new feed so you get the new stuff. And uh, also on YouTube, we got the video version there. So if you want to check out what we're all about. And then, like I said, we'll be back
0: next week. All right, hammer that like button before we sign off. Remember to do the most important thing share the link so you don't stink. P- all right, tag your wrestling buddies. You want to share it, put it on a wrestling group page, put it on one of those. All right, uh, one of those. Uh, there's one that I'm on called Smackin' It Raw Wrestling, which sounds a lot more vulgar than it sounds is. Dirty. It is. dirty, sounds dirty, but uh, go ahead and share the link so you don't stink. And remember, when watching wrestling, please enjoy wrestling. Yeah! Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out!